we're in the place we're in the place of God's benevolence. Amen. And so these case studies are going to they're going to accent that, they're going to frame it, they're going to magnify the truth of of God's word about his goodness. And so we're going to get right to it. And I think we're going to open up tonight um I'm going to we're going to open up tonight with Elder Don. Um I I I I believe um I haven't heard anything on her case study. I haven't heard anybody's case study. Nobody's called me to, to want to share. Not that you didn't want to, but we're going to start with you, Elder. Um, I just like how God uses you to lay the ground at times and to get things started and to really, really uh, uh, kind of prepare the way and, and, and just carve out the path. So without further ado, Elder Donna, share with us on your case study on the the surely anointing and attitude because of God's goodness. Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Amen. Excuse me. My voice has been kind of um, <clears throat> giving me problems here lately. Um, I think the enemy wants to try to keep me from speaking, but um, <laughs> I'm praying against that. I ask for your prayers as well. I'm tapping um, in. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um. Well, Apostle, you actually started this <laughs> um, when you said, when you mentioned Esther. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so um, at first I thought about David, and you had already talked about David. So I said, well, we already know that <laughs> David was surely in the surely anointing. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so I, I started looking into Esther, and I was asking the Lord what, as you know, we do. And um, I really felt to really go forth with Esther. And um, I got a few surprises. I got surprised. Praise um, God. In being in there. Because yeah. it was, I saw a couple of things I've never seen before. And I've yeah. heard the story of Esther for a long, long time. But of course, we're looking at it from a different place as we go forth. Looking for the surely anointing. Yeah. Amen. Um, no, but you know, so <clears throat> I just pray that everyone um, will be blessed. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm drinking water, but it's um, not seeming to help tonight. Okay. As I said, <clears throat> I'm going, um, I'm talking about Esther. Um, and just, I know we all know the story of Esther and the people of Israel at this time, but I will give a little backdrop here and there, okay? <laughs> and <clears throat> so starting off, just reminding everyone of what was going on. Um, Haman, who was an Agagite and a definite enemy to all of the Jews, um, had a plan, and he took his plan to the king of Persia. And his plan was to destroy all those in the provinces under King Exerce. And um, <clears throat> that was his plan. And when Mordecai perceived this plan, he took it to Queen Esther, his cousin. Now, Mordecai was a scribe. 
And he did reach out to the queen, as I said, to go before the king concerning her people. And we know her reply at first was that anyone not being summoned by the king and goes before him, it could mean their death, unless the king put out his scepter to receive them. Okay, so she was very concerned about that, and that's what she told Mordecai. Now, turn with me, if you will, to Esther 4, verses 13 and 14. And I'm going to read those verses. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. And this is what he said. Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall there enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Now, like I said, we have heard this story many times. And all every I know I have always looked to it was Esther who had, and of course it was, she went before the king, but you heard her answer and you could see Esther was afraid. She was afraid that she was going to be put to death going before him and she hadn't been summoned. But when she heard Mordecai's words, Amen. And see, I see right there the surely anointing was on Mordecai. Because Amen. I'll read that part again. Listen. Amen. More than all the Jews, for if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews. Deliverance was going to come God was going to deliver them. He hmm. knew God was going to deliver them, Amen. even without Esther. Wow. That is he good. knew that. And he had a surely anointing on Great him God. with those words right there. Wow. Those words, I believe, what caused Esther's mind to be changed. Amen. Yeah. She heard a word and it caused her to believe because That's then cool. Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. <laughs> Go gather all the Jews that are present in Shushan, Shushan and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days and nights. Also, my maidens will fast likewise. Me and my my mate. Also, my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go unto the king, which is unto to according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. 
She now has a whole different sound. That's really good. She has a whole different sound because now belief through the words of Mordecai, mm -hmm. let it reminding her that God's going to deliver us. Amen. If you intend to be a part of that, then you better join in with us, basically, is what he was saying. So you can see that both of them became in an agreement. Jesus. And now both had the surely anointing on them. It fell on, it went from Mordecai to Esther through Mordecai's words. And I was truly blessed by that because Mordecai knew that was God was going to deliver them. And now Esther was on board. Mm. We can hear it in her response that the queen now mind had been placed into a belief position. She was now believing and going to go forward with whatever it takes. Now, if you'll drop down with me to verses um, okay, no, that was um, I did read. So now hearing the sound, Queen Esther, let me read what I've written, okay? Mm -hmm. Now we are hearing a different sound from Queen Esther. There is a sound of belief. There is a sound of doing whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. She's now confident. Amen. You can hear it in what she's saying. No doubt. Hear and hear her, her and her maidens also fast for three days and three nights. I believe she received instructions of when and where to speak to the king after being received by the king in the court. Because we know that she went before the king, she stood outside of his court, and he bid his scepter, and she went in. And I also saw the unity. I want to make mention of this because I saw this. She didn't, it wasn't just her and Maddox, Mordecai that fasted. The Jews came together in unity. Amen. The people came together. And we know when the people of God come together, believe that miracles take place. Hallelujah. And they came together. Thank you, God. And we all know that the story of Esther, the kings, king and Haman met with the queen. They met with her. Matter of fact, they met with her twice. The first time in God's instructions, we have to understand his instructions are so important. This is just a little sidebar here. When Esther met with the king and Haman the first time, she didn't express what was going on. She asked to meet a second time, and the king agreed. But just giving you a little backdrop of what happened that same day, that she met with the king and Haman the first time. Haman was so excited about being in the, the queen, inviting him in the king only. He went home and he told his wife and his friends all about it. But on his way home, he passed Mordecai and Mordecai was still refusing to bow to him. And that really upset him and he expressed that he expressed that to his wife and his friends. Mm -hmm. Okay. The reason I'm saying that is when Esther 
when they met with Esther the second time, Esther told the king this time at the banquet exactly what was going on. And oh, I'm sorry, I left a part out. When Haman was so upset over what Mordecai not borrowing to him, his wife gave him the idea to put up a gallow and to hang Mordecai on it. That was the first day that um, the queen met with the two, the king and Haman. Are you following me? Am I clear? Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Um, so on that first day, that was when the gallow went up. Now the next day when Queen Esther met with the king and Haman, that's when the queen told him that Haman planned to kill her and all of her people, the Jews. And we know the king got very angry. He got very angry. And he said, and one of his servants came in and told him that Haman had built a gallow to hang Mordecai on. And what happened? We all know Haman mm -hmm. hung on that gallow. And I just mm -hmm. want to point out the importance of us following instructions because of her doing it exactly the way God said. Mm -hmm. And this is just a sidebar, but I, this kind of, I was like, Lord, he did, I just saw how important it is for us to follow in what God is saying, Man. all that he's saying, because his timing is perfect. Amen. And his time is always perfect. But that was just a little sidebar. And Amen. so we know Haman ended up on that. And so Queen Esther, to just to continue with this, with, with Esther and what was going on, we know that now that the king knew what was really happening and that these were his, the queen's people, that he allowed them. Now the Jews could now fight for them, fight to live. And he not only told them that they could fight, but they could also take all the plunder that it would all belong to them. And there's mm. a reason why I'm going on with this story, because I saw something else in this, not only that the, the, um, the um, <clears throat> surely anointing was on Mordecai and, and Queen Esther, but also in this, we can see repeatedly because I saw God's goodness and how he set it up, how he, and how Esther was following, we know his instructions, Amen. because she probably would have blurted it out the first day. But you could see the goodness of God just letting his people know, I've Amen. got you. Amen. I've got you. You can trust me. Just do as I'm telling you to do. Just follow my instructions. And we know that the Jews battled and defended themselves without the providence. And I understand there were 127 providence that 
Xerxes, King Xerxes, was over. And there were Jews throughout, and they fought. And I, if I read correctly, not one Jew, not one person was killed. Praise God. And there were 75,000 of their enemies that were killed. Wow. Mm. 75,000. Haman and his 10 sons and all others, anyone they thought was an enemy, anyone that tried to come at them, they were able to defend themselves and came out victorious, seeing the goodness of God. Hallelujah. And so when it was all said and done, they celebrated. And I want you to hear this. They celebrated and they were just so grateful and they were happy and joyful. And I, But I want you, there was something more. There was something more that I saw here. And this is what I want to share with you also. It goes on. The God's goodness continues. So if you'll turn with me now to um, Esther chapter 9, verses 20 through 23. In this, I thought, I, I, I was just amazed at this. We see his goodness causing them. It was his goodness, as, pos as apostle has taught us. It was God's goodness that caused them, Mordecai and Queen Esther, to receive his surely anointing. It was his goodness that caused that. Right, that's right. And we just bless God because that's what he does within us. That's right, that's he right. He does it with us and with us all the time. Yeah. Every single time we know through his goodness that we enter into the rhema. And every time we do, we're so blessed. Amen. That's God's goodness. Hearing his word. They heard his word and was right. blessed. They were blessed. His goodness fell upon them. And they had, they had a no, I know, but I know anointing fall That's on right. them. And now listen to this. The Feast of Purim. And Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters unto all the Jews that were in all the provinces of the king Xerxes, both nigh and far, to establish this among them that they should keep the 14th day of the month Adar and the 15th day of the same yearly as the days wherein the Jews rested from their enemies. And the month which was turned unto them from sorrow to joy and from mourning into a good day, <laughs> that they should make them days of feasting, listen closely, and joy and of sending portions one to another and gifts to the poor. Jesus. And wow. the Jews undertook to do as they had begun wow. and as Mordecai had written unto them. So powerful. So it wasn't just a day 
to be celebrated that one time. It became a day, well, two days, that they would be joyful and celebrate how God had delivered them, but they would do it and spread the goodness to one another and unto the poor. Right here, I saw, and I believe you can see, the mm -hmm. axe being at the root. That's mm -hmm. power. Benevolence. Powerful. Bless God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. They Hallelujah. knew, and we know, <laughs> God will take care of them, protect them. Yes. He can see, we can see his goodness in the provisions, in the deliverance. Mm -hmm. We see his goodness with Esther knowing what to do and to say, and in being in his timing. And the cause of his goodness was belief. And the effect of his goodness was victory. Amen. Hallelujah. And if Amen. I may add, it caused them to give. Mm -hmm. ah. It caused them to give. Oh, good. And right there, I could see the Power. axe at the root. And I, ju I, ju I was just Ooh. amazed at all that the Lord showed me in there. Uh -huh. His goodness is so, it is phenomenal. phenomenal. It is truly, it really, really is, people of God. And I, I said to him today, and we have to know this. Hallelujah. He has not changed. No, he hasn't. He has not changed. We can think this is a story from the Old Testament, and it was way back then, but he has not yes. changed. He does the same now, and he has it going on right in true gospel ministries. And I just bless God. Thank you. I Lord. just bless him for his goodness. That, that, that. That was that was really really phenomenal, the mm -hmm. way that, first of all, the way that you saw the the origin of it and where it came for Esther. I I when I, when you were teaching, I'm sorry, Elder, were you finished? Yes, I was. I'm sorry. Yes. No, yes. no. I, I, yes, I, I just, didn't say it. I should have said it. I I I, I kind of <laughs> thought you were, but I'm just really really blessed by it and filled by it. Um. The beginning where you showed Mordecai was under the surely anointing. Yes. What I what I saw throughout your excerpt and was how the surely anointing becomes so infectious mm -hmm. that Mordecai's surely anointing hit yes. Esther. Amen. Esther's yes. became under she came under the surely anointing after Mordecai said, Listen, if you don't do this, yes, even though I think you were sent here for this reason. <laughs> God mm -hmm. is still going to deliver his people. Yes. yes and Mordecai's yes, yes. surely anointing was so contentious. <laughs> yes. It hit Esther to where she got over her fear about dying because of going yes. before the king without an invitation. Right. <laughs> but then the infectious surely anointing spreads when mm -hmm. Esther now gets the, the plan <laughs> and the word that that they can fight back. Yeah. The Amen. surely anointing was so strong. Amen. No, none of the Jews died. Yes. Because they, they were surely, we're going, surely God is the, this is God delivered. They didn't fight with their own strength. No, they didn't. 
No, they, they didn't. They fought with a surely anointing <clears throat> that said, we are being delivered from this. Yes, that's God. It was infectious. And then you get to the end here with the celebration, mm -hmm. um, which is so powerful that God is at the end here saying, okay, let's keep the ax at the root. Let's put sowing in this. Yes, yes. So it will keep you and sustain you under my goodness, my mindset. Okay, that God. you'll send portions to one another and you'll give gifts to the poor. He put sowing in, midst, in the midst of this particular celebration. Amen. That it, that sowing was a, a sign of the axe being at the root. That it would show them that it was not you. You didn't do this. It was the mind of the goodness yes, of amen. God that did amen. this. Now share my goodness and let it spread. Yes. And that in, in sharing it would become such a reminder of the goodness of God that 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 procured for them uh, throughout this entire time. Powerful. Yes, that was really really good. I mean, really really good. Mm -hmm. And I love how it said here. It said there that he said. And from morning, they go from morning into a good day. Yeah, amen. <laughs> that amen. Just, that yes. was powerful. Awesome. Amen. Uh, El El Elder, awesome. I give you snaps <laughs> up big time for that. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent. Bless that God. that right there, that right there really, really blesses me because seeing it come out of Mordecai. Yeah. That he was under the surely anointing and attitude. Yes. To where, you know what I what I heard? The Lord used a movie that I used to love. He used a, a movie. Um, he, he used uh, Mordecai with Samwise Gunji to, to Esther, yeah. who was Frodo. <laughs> it was Frodo mm -hmm. looked back at Sam and said, I would have never made it without you, Sam. Yes, yes. I would have never been able to carry the ring without you this whole way. Oh, and man. it was Sam who was the real hero. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, and he was. You see here where God's goodness on Mordecai yes. was the real hero. Yes. Not, not Mordecai, true. but God's goodness on yes, Mordecai. Um, that's right. That's right. Is where that's the hero right. was. We, we can't even give Esther the props that we give Esther. Amen. Because it was God's goodness that sparked Esther yes. through Mordecai. That was yes. awesome. Awesome, mm -hmm. Elder. Uh, uh, that was awesome. I could, I could feast on that for weeks. That was awesome. <laughs> Truly God. awesome. Amen. Amen. All right, Elder Allison, I know somehow, some way it has matriculated, this rhema has matriculated into the fields of rhema that God has given you to give and share with us. And we're going to let Elder Allison share tonight. And then we're going to have, I believe we're going to have one or two more on Sunday. I'm not sure. There might be two more. I'm not even sure I'll get a chance to share, but I'm going to allow the, this to come forth because this is solidifying what God wants to put in you. Amen. Surely anointing Amen. because of his goodness, because of his mind affecting you agreeably. He wants you to know surely he's going to deliver you. Surely he's yes. going to yes. heal you. Surely he's going to prosper yes. you and take care yes. of you. He yes, wants Lord, us yes. to know it under the surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Oh, Amen. 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 So, so Elder Allison, come on and, and, and solidify and make strengthen that surely <laughs> anointing in us even more so by the rainbow word. <laughs> Amen. Um, my case study is a little bit different 
in that we won't directly see the individuals functioning in the Shirley anointing. I'll say that again because I know that was long. My case study is a little bit different in that we won't directly see the individuals functioning in the Shirley anointing, but we're going to see the very moment in which they were given access to it. Amen. Amen. And also this access point in which we will see will prophetically speak to us on tonight. Bless God. And the individuals we will look at are the disciples of Jesus. But Peter is the one specifically named here. And we're going to pick up in an area where we've been recently. And that is in the reference of the fig tree. But it's the day after. You go with me to Mark 11 and 20. We're going to read verse um, 20, 21, 22. Oh, and 23 and 24. 20 through 24. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursedest is withered away. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Amen. Now, when you first read this, it all sounds wonderful. Whosoever say unto this mountain, be thou removed, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you shall receive them. It all sounds wonderful, but we really need to analyze the reason of what's being stated here. Prior to this, Peter was referencing the fig tree that was withered away. But Jesus answers, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. I'm going to say that again. Prior to this, Peter was referencing the fig tree that was withered away. But Jesus answers, whosoever shall say unto this mountain. To understand what Jesus was stating here, we first have to understand why he mentions this mountain. So we'll take a look at the definition of mountain. Mountain means to rise or rear. And if you ever heard it, the expression, rear its ugly head. Mm -hmm. Well, a mountain rises and rears. Mountain also means to present itself. So taking the definition back into the context, this mountain that Jesus was referring to 
was the very fig tree he had just dealt with. You see, the fig tree at the beginning of creation heard a rhema. And that rhema was this. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself, upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. You see, Jesus knew that this fig tree was supposed to be functioning under the very rhema it heard mm -hmm. at the beginning of creation. But because it wasn't yielding fruit, it wasn't functioning in the goodness of God. That's right. It was now viewed by Jesus as a mountain. This fig tree was rising up. It was rearing and presenting itself oh, against wow, the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. That's so good. That's really good. So unto this mountain that had risen up, unto this mountain that was rearing, unto this mountain that was not yielding God's goodness, Jesus answered. And I like how it says here, Jesus uh, answered. Because a fig tree, in essence, was trying to make a statement in presenting itself. But Jesus answered to that statement it was trying to make. No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. That's powerful. And his disciples heard it. Hallelujah. From this cursing of the fig tree, we now see why Jesus referenced this mountain to his disciples. The cursing of a fig tree of the fig tree was a lesson that would bring his disciples into the aspect of seeing. Let's say that again. The cursing of the fig tree was a lesson that would bring his disciples into the aspect of seeing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now let's go back and see the lesson fulfilled. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Mm -hmm. Right here yes. is proof to yes. where the lesson was fulfilled because they saw. Yes. Hallelujah, Master. Yes, God. This also is proof of the case study. Because they saw, this proves they were in the hearing aspect of God's goodness. Mm -hmm. So now they're in both hearing and, and seeing. seeing. 
That's good. Praise this God. very moment of their seeing That's awesome. was their access to the surely anointing. Hallelujah. That's God. Jesus would now declare unto Ooh. them. But okay. here the EGM. This, this declaration isn't just unto them. Mm -hmm. Their access point speaks to us prophetically. And here's your declaration into the surely anointing. And Jesus answering saith unto them, he saith unto us, mm -hmm. have faith in God. Amen. Surely, because you hear and see TGM, I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, every mountain that you see that rises up against my rhema, every mountain that you see that presents itself against my goodness, you shall say, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Amen. Surely, because you hear and see, you will not doubt in your heart but you will believe that those things which you saith shall come to pass and you shall have whatsoever you saith hallelujah hallelujah surely because you hear and see i say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray you will believe that you receive them and you surely shall have them oh. and in close by way of hearing and seeing the goodness of God you will with firm belief and without any doubt find out and experience the fullness of God's goodness Hallelujah! that is my case study for you on tonight Truly, truly powerful. That is really, really good. I mean, tremendously good. You can see in the beginning of the study, the surely anointing that was on Jesus. Mm -hmm. The surely anointing that was on him. When you, uh, when you described what a mountain was, when you described it, it really, the Lord was showing us by using the fig tree and causing the fig tree calling the fig tree a mountain, which means anything that th when they heard in their language was whatever rears up, whatever presents itself against you. Yes. And Jesus was saying, whatever is that's outside of the mind of my father, the goodness of my father. Like you said, Elder Allison, that tree was making a statement. It was kind of bucking back saying, this is what I wanted to do. It was, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Honestly, and I, slap me if you think I'm going too deep with this, mm -hmm. but I feel like Satan was speaking through the tree saying, and what? Yeah. You said to do this, but and what? I'm the prince of the air here. And what? So Jesus came and cursed it and let them know. I tell you that if you say unto the mountain, whatever, whatever presents itself against the goodness of God, Hear me mm -hmm. now, I'm going to get kind of really in it. 
if sickness is presenting itself Amen, against Apostle. the goodness of God, if, if lack is presenting itself against Amen. the goodness of God, if, okay. if, 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 if anything that is, if your children are out of order against the goodness of God, whatever, say yes. unto that mountain, whatever yes. has risen up against the mind of God, Bless God. Bless God. Be thou Bless removed God. and be Bless thou God. cast into the sea. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Whatever Lord. is trying to step up against what the mind of God is, he's letting them know. Mm -hmm. And he's letting them know that whatever presents itself. Oh, no. Mommy, I got a verse, okay? Hmm. Going yeah, I have access to it. Yes. Come on, man. Be thou plucked up by the root. Come on. This is something powerful here. That is powerful. Whatever rears oh. up, Jesus said. This is what he said. Now, he wants this to become infectious in us that That's are established it. in the goodness That's of it. God That's because it. the axe is laid at the root. That's if it. something is rising against Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, the God. mind that has been affected agreeably, and showing something different. This is why God taught us years ago. Hear, speak. See, yes. speak. Yes, sir. Don't yes, let the sir. movement of your mouth be done in silence. <laughs> Open your mouth and tell that thing to correct itself. Amen, God. Amen, God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Sickness Amen. and disease. Tell it to correct itself. Because that's not the goodness of the Lord. That's yes. not the goodness of the Lord that we ought to be seeing in the land of the living. Nope. The land of the living, don't forget about what the land of the living means. The land of the living means the whole earth is supposed to be covered in this. So wherever it's out of order, he was letting his disciples know. He was pouring into them, letting them know, this is how we handle business, fellas. If it is not aligned, that's why it's so important to know what God said and in what God is saying in his word. If it does not align with what my father has said, it's a mountain. Yep. Yeah, that's right. It's rearing, as Elder it's Allison right said, it's rearing its ugly head. Beautiful excerpt, Elder Allison. Amen. A beautiful, beautiful excerpt that was really, really good. Amen. And just, 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 just showing where it's where it was, it was in Jesus. Mm -hmm. The surely anointing was resting on him. Yes, when yes. he cursed that fig tree that was not operating in the goodness of his father. Yeah. Truly powerful. I want people Amen. to be armed awesome. with this. I want you to become armed awesome. with this. I want you to become armed. I want this on you. I pray in the name of Jesus that this mind be in you. Yes, yes. yes. I pray that this be in mm -hmm. you. I pray. That the axe be laid at the root as you're sowing, please sow with the intent of violence that the axe is laid at the root and sow with the intent that you're connected to the goodness of our God. Bless the Lord. To the mind of our God. And that the root of evil does not have pathway to you. But the goodness of God, the mind of God is over you and in you. And let this surely anointing rest on you. Bless God. Truly awesome. powerful. Awesome. Truly, truly powerful. Yes, 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 yes. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. 
Now, on Sunday, I snaps up Elder Allison. I mean that, too. Snaps up. That was really, really good. Amen, amen. Really, really good. On Sunday, we're going to have Evangelist Daryl. I talked to uh, uh, Minister Kurt. He's, I'm not sure if he's going to have one ready, but we're going to make room for him if he's also ready to go. We spoke a few days ago. I, hadn't, I haven't spoken to him since, but um, I know he's been really busy in this season. So if he's ready, we'll have two more to go on Sunday. If this is, hey, listen, if this surely anointing has been infectious to you tonight and you <laughs> want to do a case study, reach mm-hmm. out to Sister Javon Eld, uh, Elder Allison. Let her know we're going to open up case studies on Sunday and I'll just be the MC in between and we will have church a different way and it will be powerful. Amen. And uh, But mm-hmm. it will be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And so let her know also and send out another text that uh, Apostle has opened up Sundays for anyone that is feeling this surely anointing and that wants to share a study on it or even a testimony on it, they can do so. Amen. 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 Man, that was so good. You have, Amen. Oh my goodness. Bless God. Jesus, that was so good. Both of those studies on point. I mean, truly on point. God bless you guys for, for doing that because it truly and I mean truly has blessed my soul. Truly has blessed my soul. Please, everyone that's under the sound of my voice in closing, please, please walk in this. Walk in this. Let it become infectious to you. And I'm going to tell you how, and I'm going to say this, and it doesn't have to be a seed you sow to the ministry per se. I double dog dare you to hold a seed up before God. Sow a seed where God is telling you to sow it and declare violence in that seed and that the axe will be laid at the root the mm-hmm. mind of god that's established in you when you have been severed from the root of this world is absolutely mind-blowing i'm watching this series called uh, the chosen and i can't stop crying as i'm watching this series uh when i saw jesus when i saw jesus say this to to the disciples when he just said two words follow me man they they instantly and i know the seed they sowed their livelihoods they sowed their professions they sowed how they earned money and they followed him and the axe was laid at the root and i saw this and when i'm looking at it it i was just in tears at the first of all the revelation they had of, of the worth of the messiah to leave how they live and follow him. Boy, their ax was set, it was laid at the root for them and they lived by way of the goodness of the Lord from that time on. I'm telling you, I, 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 I challenge you, sow a seed. I challenge you to give your tenth. I challenge you, do this and watch what God does in your mind, for your mind. Sow it with the violent intention of the axe being laid at the root. Amen, Lord God. And I guarantee, I guarantee you're going to feel this infectious, this infectiousness of his goodness. Praise God. All right. I'm done. I'm done right there. God bless you guys. Awesome, awesome job. Thank you. I want to say thank you to both of you guys for presenting tonight. I get such a feeling. I get so blessed. I get restored. I'm just, it's just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. 
Love you all. I look forward to hearing you guys on Sunday. Father, bless the hearers of your word tonight. Bless them, Lord God, immensely, even more. Let their own personal revivals begin within them. Those that have need of it, those that are already under it, enhance it, make it even greater, stronger. Increase the measure of it, Lord. Increase the measure of your goodness, Lord. Let this surely anointing, I say this over everyone under the sound of my voice, surely the healing virtue of God is on you right now in any capacity that you need. Surely it's on you. Thank you. It's working for you. Thank you. Healed healing is yielding to heal. Surely you are being delivered from anything in all things that would try to hinder you from experiencing the fullness of his kingdom. Surely you're blessed. Surely you are. In Jesus' name.